Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Hold on to your butts. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm Pete. We'd like to wish all of our listeners all around the world a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. It's that time of the year where uh, things are a little bit better. So, Dean, uh, we have uh, our Christmas special, and we have a little bit of news to catch up on. Uh, Last week was our award show, and uh, we couldn't have picked a better week for the award show, frankly. Uh, It was a really slow two weeks worth of news. Mm Uh, you know, our show sheet today is very, very bare. So, uh, we definitely picked a good week for the award show. And, uh, before we get into the news, Dean, we have a very special segment that all of our best shows start with. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's new, new this, this week. week. Again, it's hard to do it over StreamYard because there's yeah. a bit of lag. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what you going to do this week? I got this bad boy right here over my uh, left shoulder here. It's my right, but on the screen that's left. Um, but it's the Hot Toys, The Force Awakens, uh, Luke Skywalker. There we go. Which yeah. I picked up in the nick of time. <laughs> uh, very much so when you know um with the release of the rise of skywalker so um yeah super happy with it actually i picked them up at the award show yeah greg uh, uh greg and his wife uh rika were there and uh in the chat you were like don't forget the thing and you're like if you forget it the deal's off and i was like yeah, this is really you're pretty- talking about the tacos i was like why would you not come if he's not bringing tacos? No, because he's really <laughs> forgetful. He's done that like a couple times with Zach or Rainer. Where oh, he, I was like, he's never forgotten. He's supposed to sell something to Rainer, and then we get to wherever we're going. He's like, oh, I forgot it. It's oh, like, shit. So it's like, you better not forget, or like that's just the universe telling me that I shouldn't have it. So. Dude, picked it up in the nick of time. We're not going to get into the Rise of Skywalker spoilers, but mm-hmm. uh, Dean, that figure goes for quite a bit these days on the eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but I also picked up a uh, Hot Toys Wonder Woman. That was a few weeks ago. I don't know if I've talked about it yet. I don't, I don't think so. It. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Again, is that the BVS just, one. It is the BVS mm, one. I've got that one. Yeah, yeah. I have the armored Batman, and most people were saying that the um, uh, actual Wonder Woman movie one wasn't as good so i just went with the bbs one or yeah. not the the justice league one sorry not the wonder woman movie. Ah, okay yeah uh so yeah i won with that one it was like 175 bucks shipped so i was like yeah it's pretty good so, yeah not bad um, so those are the only two things i got Real quick, we got KJ Smith in the chat says, yo, sup, peeps. One of our Facebook users says, greasy out of Skywalker's second viewing. Uh, Let us know who you are in the comments. And then Noble Young, as per usual, is in the chat. Hey, what up? Pete, did you get anything uh, new this fortnight? I guess new this week, since you're on the uh, the English, the American side of things today. Yeah, uh, much the same as um, what I chatted about on on OFAC. Um, Mainly just I've finally got my um, uh, best bin escape layer. Looking, hey, yeah, hey, looking hey. crispy. Um, 
I've had a, a figure for a long time. I, I picked up a spare uh, Hoth suit, um, and I had some boots that I painted, some black boots that I painted. So, and I had like a knockoff, um, a New Hope sculpt that I, I think it was like one of the fire toys or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd re really kind of jigged the hair, so it looked okay, but I was never that happy with it. And I was always had my eyes on the Bespin layer head. When yeah. that figure came out, and obviously that came out um, a week or so, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and I was, I thought, you know, th- those heads are going to go for a lot of money. And there's, we've got a guy um, in the UK, Craig um, Gant, and he kind of, I don't know if it's his complete living, but he he basically parts out a lot of figures. Yeah. So I messaged him and said, oh, "Are you going to get this this uh, figure? You know, because I really want that head." And he's kind of like. No, I don't think so because I don't know the thing that who's going to buy the dress on its own. Who's you know, there's not a lot of accessories with it and everything. So I was yeah. like, okay, all right. So I went ahead and ordered the figure from um, Tim Cent eighty eight on his website. Uh, it was a good price. It was about one hundred and fifty eight pounds shipped. Um, no, no, no. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I'll get the figure if I if I like the whole figure, I'll keep it. Um, blah blah blah. Or I just you know, I'll take my charges and try to sell the bits. In the meantime, literally a day later, Craig's like, you know, I'm going to get one actually. So, so I said, right, I'll take the head anyway. Um, I think it was about 65 pounds. And I've got, I've got options then because I've got the head that I need. And if I want to keep the other figure, I can keep it. If not, I'll sell the whole thing. Um, so in the end, I basically sold the figure the next day for what I paid for it. So, oh, nice. um, yeah. So it worked out well. Um, yeah, and I'm really pleased with it. It looks really good. Uh, yeah. I've just rejigged my my Empire um, shelf around a little bit just to kind of put her up front and showcase that. So, Have yeah, you that, pictures of that? I don't. Yes, uh, I haven't put it on the. I'll post one on Ox. Yeah, I, oh, had, yeah, a, cool, yeah. I had a slide on on the OFAC um, one. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and then I've I've started work on my Lego UCS Batmobile. Hell yeah! So, uh, that's my kind of Christmas present to myself. Nice. So uh, I'm off for a few days now. Are you gonna um, uh, use lineup Lego on? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, uh, uh, Rainer been... was quite impressed with your yeah with your Falcon. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 that was cool. Yeah, no, I've just chunked through some of the lighting. So uh, yeah. I'm trying to get hold of um they do a switch so I want to do it so that when you slide the canopy open the lights come on in the canopy as well. Oh nice. Um, so that's those bits are in the post. So that's that's it for me, yeah. Pete, unrelated to the uh to the toy thing, how how has it been for you being a part of the network and and being on OFAC for about I think like 4 months now? It's been about 8 episodes. Yeah. How do you like it? You guys are starting to settle in a little bit and getting uh, comfortable I'm with it. Loving it, mate. Yeah, really enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's great. It's um, it's it's a nice way of kind of um, chatting to like-minded people because you guys are quite lucky that you've all kind of met each other and you're yeah, actually local, we're local enough yeah. to be able to meet up. Whereas, I mean, you know, Ian's not a million miles away from me, but um, it's nice to be able to kind of find people you can chat with and also to kind of you know hopefully give out something back to the community um with yeah. you know our advice or just kind of our passion for the for the hobby really and it's also yeah. great to kind of listen to actually get to talk to people that i've been chatting to on facebook messenger for years you know yeah. ian steve um we've got some other guys lined up you know hopefully for the new year so it's quite nice to actually you know finally get to 
talk to them. Um, yeah. And, um, so, yeah, no, it's brilliant. I think, you know, thank you for the opportunity to kind of join the network. And Yeah, it's good to have you guys. You guys put on a damn good show. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to your last episode, but I'm very, well, we had the, very we had excited the, to do it. The, the mighty Dean join us for the yeah, spoiler cast. I so jumped was, on for the spoiler That too. was good. That was oh, good. Oh, for the bonus um, episode. Mm. Yeah, because nice. now that it's watching it anyway, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, why don't I just jump on? Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was good. Dude, no one told right. me. No one invited me. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, we have Fernando and Dan Lee watching as well. Um, so it's been a pretty good week for me. Uh, my Iron Monger, I did order it. Uh, check the tracking Ooh. this morning. It'll be in tomorrow. Wow, uh, the guy must have shipped it like a two-day or priority or something because he shipped it Friday or maybe even Saturday. And uh, it's going to get there on Monday. And uh, we've had a porch pirate in our neighborhood lately. Oh. So I got I to gotta be Johnny on the spot when that bad boy gets delivered because yeah. that is uh, pretty pricey. Uh, I I picked up a grail of mine. I, I know we talked grails a few weeks ago, and, and this one was not on the list. But this is certainly a figure I've tried to buy twice from Buddy, uh, Buddy's Toys and Collectibles down here in San Antonio. And uh, while I did get this figure, it's not the exact one he had in the past, but it's the Iron Man Mark II Unleashed. Uh, the Mark II Unleashed is uh, is an older figure. It's about six, seven years old. And, uh, you know, frankly, it, it looks, you know, comparable to the Diecast Mark III, and it's a little less shiny silver than the Diecast Mark II. Uh, but... For my collection, I really wanted to like. I really like the the Mark Forty Seven, how it has the empty helmet mm-hmm. feature where you can display it uh, when Tony was accessing yeah, it remotely. Yeah. And I like I like that. I think that's really cool. And the Mark Two Unleashed allows you to do that, and it also has separate legs and multiple different panels you can take off to basically show all the intricate uh, details of the suit. And that's something that I've been after for quite a while. And Buddy gave me a pretty good deal since I was picking up this guy here, which is the KBB. uh, I think it's called the uh, MP21 Plus is what they call it. And this is a knockoff of the Takara Tomy MP21. Um, And uh, I've, I've had a really stressful week with the show. Uh, the award show, the, you know, just some different life things, uh, doctor's appointments and, uh, you know, just lots of things that have happened, some good, some bad. And I I jokingly refer to this Bumblebee as my emotional support bee because I brought him to work every day and have him in my car and I'll mess around with him. And uh, it's just been a, a really, you know, a really kind of crazy week. So it's been good to have this figure and and I liked it so much. Like I said, I got the Takara Tomy thanks to Dean. Dean hooked me up with uh, a Christmas gift and helped me get that figure. And I got it for like a steal. It's like $21 on eBay, which is, you know, it's like a $66 figure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's been a pretty good week. Uh, there's one uh, purchase that I'm considering. I got a bonus from one of my clients yesterday. And uh, Sideshow has a $20, $25 off on Kylo Ren TLJ. And they're also doing free shipping. And Sideshow, for whatever reason, doesn't charge tax to Texas, even though legally I think they should be charging tax. And uh, with my $108 of RP plus my bonus, I could basically get Kylo Ren for like $4 um, with all the different discounts and everything. And fortunately, they all stack now, which is something Dean had had, had told me about in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think the costume is similar enough to the TROS uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, the cape has obviously the little hood. I don't even think he wears the hood with the mask no, in the movie. You never see it with all that. And uh, you do see it in some scenes, but he's never has it on. So yeah. I'm only going to ever look at this figure from the front, and I'm only going to ever mm-hmm. display it unmasked. So um, I am like this close to pulling the trigger. I know <laughs> I, you know, if I buy it tomorrow, if you can get it for four uh, four dollars. I'm tempted because I, I hyperbole or uh, you know because I'm looking at some. Dollars, I would get it. No, no, literally, like, like my bonus plus the rewards and the different coupons and everything. Um, I, I mean, I just we'll get into it a little later, but I just really liked Kylo in this film, and it made some of his other downfalls in other films a little easier to swallow. And you know, just I'm not waiting until Q2 2021 for the. The Rise of Skywalker one. I'll just nah, buy the cape nah, separately nah. and the mask separately, worst case. But uh, yeah, I'm really thinking about pulling the trigger. I mean, I, I know I was talking to Dean last night, and I have, like I said, $108 of RP. And the only thing that really remotely interests me is the 3A Optimus, the 3A uh, Blitzwing. Uh, but yeah. since I'm getting into the, um, I got this Bumblebee, I got the other Bumblebee, uh, KBB also makes a, a really accurate, um, tinier. Uh, Bumblebee, which is uh, it's sort of like a new version of like the original '80s toy, and that's like six, seven dollars. I picked up two of those. Um, I think I'm gonna just dedicate that little quadrant of my collection there, uh, there to just Bumblebee stuff. And if I start adding Optimus uh, and and Blitzwing, then the shelf these other Bumblebees don't have a home. So. A nest, if you will. Uh, so I, uh, Fernando says, don't uh, waste your RP on Kylo. And Sean Fear says, Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is boom. Second viewing. Mervin says, what's up, guys? Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm just uh, last year. I had one hundred dollars worth of RP and I bought uh, the King Kong statue. I loved it. I sold it to get the uh, some other figures. Um, and usually about this time of the year, I always have about 100 RP. So, um you know, it's kind of burning a hole in my pocket, and and I'm just trying to really maximize my spending potential with the different discounts that they have. So, if you, if you bought, if you if you use all your discounts to get the Kylo for four dollars, anything you sell it for is now a profit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if you change your mind on them, once you're like, oh, I want to sell this figure for. You could sell it to someone else for a really good deal at one hundred twenty dollars, and that's one hundred twenty bucks in your pocket. That is true. So yeah, and these RP are just uh, these RP. I should mention uh, none of which are from a purchase. These are all from Spooktacular, from Geeks Giving, uh, you know, any sort of anything. Like uh, none of these RP are, are, are rewards points that were earned from a genuine purchase. So uh, you're right. This is this is a true potential to buy something for you know just a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's get into the news. Like I said, it was a very very slow news week, uh, but we have the Remnant Stormtrooper. So this comes in at two hundred and five dollars, releasing October to December two thousand twenty. This looks like a repaint, uh, or I guess like a reissue, resculpt, repaint of the Rogue One armor. 
Uh, I will say the undersuit maybe looks a little bit different in the elbows, but that uh, could just be the picture and the angle. The weathering is obviously quite heavy here, uh, as indicated in the show. Uh, 205 seems like a good price until you realize that the uh, Return of the Jedi Stormtrooper is 180 so I'm not really sure what they're doing to justify that extra $25. Um, but the big thing, uh, in, my, in my opinion, the biggest thing about this pre-order is you see here the Beskar Mandalorian uh in in the front of the frame so uh i imagine that we uh will see this figure re-released or not re-released but a 2.0 mandalorian uh down the line uh what do you guys think about this figure uh the stormtrooper yes Um, easy pass yeah i mean anyone who wants troopers has troopers um and at this point also has a pick of the litter yeah so two hundred bucks, it seems kind of like steep. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Considering it's a very specific look to the trooper. Yeah, the heavy, ultra weather, heavy-handed heavy weathering, I think, as well. Exactly, because you could kind of futz a Return of the Jedi in with mm-hmm. a New Hope shelf. You know, they're not as shiny, but they look decent enough that if you put yeah. them in the back, you don't notice. These motherfuckers are like way too hella dirty yeah it's like what are you even chocolate chip stormies no i mean it's cool (laughs) for someone who does like toy photography you know throw a few of these in with a short trooper in the back you know that looks kind of cool yeah but at 200 bucks a pop it's like i mean Mm -hmm. no one's getting paid to take pictures you know what i mean yeah uh so i don't know it just seems kind of like i guess if someone really really loves the mandalorian this is Mm. cool but yeah. even then, the, yeah. when all the other troopers showed up, they were nice and clean. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just use the A New Hope ones or Return. So yeah, I, I, love, I love the uh, A New Hope ones. I've got a few of those. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I have two of them. I actually I got both of them from Zach. But um, okay, both of them. Are, this is just a huge miss for me. Like all around. Yeah. Like yeah. any good I can think of, I can immediately think of a negative. So it's like I think they look good, but the thing is, if you're gonna put four of these on a shelf, uh, Hot Toys weathering is extremely consistent. So you're gonna have basically yeah. four identically yeah. weathered troopers, and I think that in itself is an eyesore. I think this would have been good as a two pack with, uh, let's say, a, a weathering and a B weathering figure, yeah. and then maybe release separately. Yeah, you're um, right. I've, I've got a couple of sand troopers, and they are you know identical in in their weathering. So. You kind of have to try and I've got one them posed sort of looking in opposite directions, so you kind of see, you know, the left hand side of one and the right hand side of the other one. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. Uh, this to me is just awful. Um, oh yeah, Sith Jet Trooper yeah. and the Jet Trooper. Um, just without getting into spoilers, I just think the whole quote unquote Sith Trooper thing is just so stupid. Uh, the death troopers are cool because they're totally different designs. If you're just going to take a normal trooper and sith it, it just, I don't know. Yeah. These guys, uh, seems like yeah, a myth. But the sith trooper, they look totally different. But this sith is just trooper, a repaint. It's yeah. The exact same thing. Yeah. Right uh, this is 220 releasing October to December 2020. I mean, it comes with cool guns. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I guess there is a difference here in the guns. The the one on the right, the clean one, has like a triple barrel blaster. And these guys have like a carbine and a um, some sort of something or other. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, nah, um, nah, I'm not impressed. I think we're going to be seeing these 
I think these are going to be in the bargain in the, bin. Yeah, exactly. Like the the, the the Force Awakens troopers and stuff, you know. Dude, I want some TFA troopers bad now. I need. I, I think need you a... can pick them up for like you know fifty pounds, fifty sixty pounds, or you know yeah. dollars. And I've almost thought about buying one at one point, just to, but then I don't know. I think I'd end up. I wouldn't want any. I wouldn't have any other sequel figures, so I'd kind of end up passing it on anyway. But. Dean wouldn't even give me his trooper. He's like, nope, holding on to it. Oh, I asked for Finn. You said no. Oh, yeah, Finn, of course not. <laughs> the Finn goat. and Ray and Kylo are staying, but I no. said it was Phasma. Just give me Phasma. Okay, so Hasbro and Mattel uh, came in big this week. I know we talked about Funko in the past, but it seems like the embargo for these toys to be announced has passed. We have an 11 inch vinyl plush on the left by Mattel. The right, we have a, I think it's a 12 inch vinyl plush from Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these look okay, though. Um, I really feel like these companies had no idea this character was coming because everyone's just showing renders, digital renders. Right. No one's showing actual toys. Uh, yeah. Hasbro is also making a 6.5 inch tall child figure, which is roughly one half scale and a six inch black series figure. The 6.5 inch scale or rather the 6.5 inch tall is $22 uh, coming in May, 2020. And the child black series is $11 uh, really easy pickups here. Um, I think I pre-ordered the Mattel, the Hasbro, and then the black series scale. I skipped the 6.5 inch figure. Uh, I don't really need a, a one half scale. It's kind of a weird scale for me, but uh, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. What do you guys think? Yeah, nice and cheap. Yeah, if uh, not a good value. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Dean, are you going to pick up any of these? Are you happy with the the one that you have already? I'm definitely going to pick up something. I just don't know which. So. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like important the- to note that some of the Hasbro ones appear to have like different accessories. The Black Series has the frog, the the broth bowl, and then the, uh, yeah. the little steel ball. I can pretty much guarantee the Black Series is going to be too big. No, it's only an inch tall. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's only ten dollars. Yeah. Because they're what? They're Yoda's too big. He's like no. This one comes in. I think it's like like less than one one inch tall. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it because they are <laughs> notorious for overscaling things or underscaling things like R two. He's too small. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But for how small this print is. And what Hasbro usually, uh, you know, comes out with, I I could definitely see them making something bigger than this, unless this is incorrect scale. No, I think the one that I gave you is um, exactly the size that Hasbro said they're going to make theirs at. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. According to what way, that toy store listing says. Yeah, I mean, either way, I'll I'll pick something up, but. Dan Lee asked, do you think Hot Toys will make a one-to-one scale Mandalorian like Baby Groot? Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see. I think Baby Groot was pretty easy because it's all sculpted material. I think Baby Groot, there's a lot of fabric there. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see if they do that. Uh, Personally, I think it's a win-win. I can't see why they wouldn't make a uh, $200, you know, Mm -hmm. foot-tall Baby Yodes. Um, I mean, the outfit's pretty simple. Um, I'd buy the shit out of a Hot Toys Baby Yoda. One-to-one scale with a little bit of fuzz on the top. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy that. A DX move-wise, I'd buy that. 
Um, this was an interesting one. Zeta Toys put out their ZV01 Pioneer Bumblebee 165, releasing Q1 2020. This is from the uh, the Bumblebee film. I think this is also from some of the Bay films. Um, it's a thing. It transforms. It's beautiful looking, but 165 is quite expensive. That's more expensive than the 3A version. And I think if you're making a third-party knockoff, um, price is yeah, a yeah, huge deal. If you're pricing uh, your third party more than first party yeah. figures, you have to be offering something like this. Uh, this bee that we spoke of earlier, my emotional support bee, is <laughs> twice as big as the regular one and half the price. So, if you're going one to one on the price, and you're maybe you know it's only seven inches tall, so it's not even really taller than the other Master Beast Transformers. It just seems like a miss for me on the price. I was all in. If this was eighty bucks, it's one sixty-five. Yeah, this is yeah. uh, it's going to be a probably a pass for me, especially since the only real upgrade this gives me is the ability to transform in some extra weapons, and I barely display my Bumblebee with weapons. And um, you know, I already have the Jada Toys uh, Bumblebee that I customized the car. That's mm-hmm. a seamless, you know, mold that doesn't have all these panel lines in it. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dean, what do you think about this? I mean, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, if you're a third-party company, you can't be charging the, the first-party money. Yeah, like that's the whole reason people come to you. Now, there isn't a first-party option for this, technically, if I'm correct. I think there is. I think Masterpiece either is making or has made or plans to make this this uh, old school Volkswagen Beetle. Because I remember there was one they were selling at GameStop. It was like itty bitty, and it was like yeah. Because um, I know they've made the Camaro already, so I can't imagine why they wouldn't make at some point the uh, um, the Volkswagen. I don't know. This just seems like a almost like a why at this point. Um, yeah. Again, just mainly because of a price. It's like, why would a collector do that for themselves? I mean, yeah. it is very cool. It looks like it lights up, which I don't usually see um, on a transforming figure. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather have the three the three A one and not have like weird panel lines. Bourbon says there is a Takara masterpiece Bumblebee. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's just a weird, weird thing. Uh, Dean, let's talk about this figure here, the one that you uh, put up in the chat today, the uh, Dark Toys Anton, which this is Q3 2020, coming in at 140. Yeah, that's crazy. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not like a gigantic fan of this movie or anything, but, I mean, it's pretty freaking sweet. You know, if somebody really wanted this guy in their collection, this is a a nice and seemingly cheap way of getting that done. Mm. Yeah, it's a funny figure because um, it's an odd film. Um, it doesn't have an ending for a start. Uh, I have not seen this film to be honest. It, to be yeah, honest. Um, but it's been one of those figures that I don't know. You, you see these guys that got these really expensive custom figures you know you're talking hundreds and hundreds of, of pounds and he's always been one that's you know everyone wants and that to me i've got no uh, affinity with the character or anything um yeah it's just a, it's an odd one i don't i don't know why it's so popular really um that 
Um, but a lot of people seem to. Yeah, it's a. I mean, for me, it's an easy pass. Like, yeah, yeah. Why would I buy this? But I could definitely see why somebody would. Yeah, uh, decent mm. amount of accessories. Yeah, uh, two head sculpts, one hundred forty bucks. That's, I mean, and again, yeah. this is just like a preliminary shot of it. You have to wait till it actually comes out, but yeah, uh, to see how different it actually looks. But I mean, it looks great. I knew exactly who it was supposed to be. And, oh yeah, definitely yeah. Um, Mervin says real quick. I'm back to the Bumblebee. Says Zeta will sell to those that want the three A style with the transforming ability. The majority of the Transformers community uh, hates non-transforming Transformers. Mm. Right. So I'm looking at the MPM. It is a little differently styled. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's the MPM seven, which is the um, the Volkswagen that can transform. I almost dislike only <clears throat> Transformers just because I don't really know which one to display. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've transformed this this uh, Bumblebee quite a few times, and it looks damn good in both modes. I got yeah, say. it's kind of like uh, Catch Twenty Two. Like, oh, I could pose him like this, or I could have him like this. It's like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's why I really like the three A. It's like it's giving you like, that's all you get, and and that a fantastic look and price that it's like. Solve the problem for me, but uh, I could yeah. see how like people would want it to transform. But yeah. anyway, speaking of this figure, well, gonna... let's let's move on here. So we have the comedian. Yeah. Uh, this is um, that's this what is I was it. gonna say. It's nice to see companies making figures that aren't fucking comic book movies or whatever. It's like uh, the people that keep making the X Men. Or like every company coming out of the comedian, it's just nice to see like a, a, a relatively old movie, yeah. like uh, No Country for Old Men, get a figure. Yeah, it was just refreshing. That was my final thought. Well, let's move on here. So the comedian is uh, newly released. It's coming out, I think, this week overseas due to the holiday. Uh, a lot of these are going out first week, second week of January. Um, from the pictures, it looks really good. Um, I don't know if this is the one to get. Obviously, it's you know 180 bucks versus uh, 80, 90 bucks with some of the other options. Uh, but we'll see once uh, you know once Toys R Us gets these into people's hands, we'll see what they say. It seems like a very fast turnaround, being that uh, the Mystique is just barely getting released. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. Uh, speaking of Transformers, Soundwave and Ravage from the DLX line, I have not seen a price on these yet. Uh, I checked last night and I did not see a price on them, but it comes with, uh, you know, these are non-transforming, of course, but they look really good. And I'm curious to see how deep they'll take this line, because at this point, that's Optimus, Blitzwing, Bumblebee and Soundwave slash Ravage. I I need to rewatch the movie because I don't remember Soundwave. No, he's just Uh, in the beginning of the movie. movie. I absolutely love Soundwave. His voice is just amazing. Yeah, I'm, um, dude, I need to rewatch this movie. It's friggin' amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, does does do, do the cassettes go into him, into his chest? Do they? I, I, there was just a few. They, no, this does not transform. This no, is the, the same. Does the, does the ravage though, or is that that? A... I do not know. Uh, I think at this point, this is the only picture I was able to find. So okay. yeah, um, I think they've just put up like the Hot Toys puts up like the one teaser pick, and we'll probably have a few more pictures next week or the mm. week after when mm. it goes up for order. No, it looks cool. Uh, the Mark Seven released on Science yeah, Show, but a lot of weird. people are having a little bit of drama. They're getting the Mark Fifty mm. when they open their boxes. So, um, 
kind of uh, a big deal. I'm not going to rank, uh, you know, wreck sideshow too bad because it is the Christmas episode, and I want to keep it positive. So I didn't do a grants my gears, but uh, apparently they're sending labels to uh, have people send them back. I think if you made a big fucking mistake like this, just let the people keep it. Like it's obviously a mistake, um, but you know, I think it's just weird. Like. Mm. You know, oh, you have to send it to us back to get your figure that you ordered. Like, yeah, but fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're I don't gonna know. send me a goddamn prepaid fucking thing if you want this figure back. Well, that's what they're doing, but still, it's just oh. like in your case, Dean. If you got uh, this figure, uh, you know, you don't have a car right now, so you know that that puts the onus on you to go out of your way to correct a mistake that this. Mm company that makes quite a bit of money has made i think it's just yeah. it would have brought some goodwill i think if they just let people keep what they got uh and still send them the proper item yeah because it's, it's been what how many people i don't know four it's about five or six yeah, people yeah. yeah it's like that's not if it was y'all, like y'all motherfuckers send out uh, sideshow sends out free figures all the time i think you know if you made if if you make this mistake and it's only a dozen people let them keep the figure get mm-hmm. some goodwill i think you're a company yeah. that really needs it yeah. this year um that is just my opinion. If if they sent me this shit, I would not be sending it back. Uh, this was a release overseas. It's not coming to the United States at this point, but the Winnie the Pooh Piglet collectible set by Hot Toys. Uh, Justin's collectible has a really good review on it. And um, I got to say, I like the figures. I wish I could have ordered them. And I'm not going to order them from someone overseas. So at some point, if someone has one in the United States for sale, perhaps I'll consider. Uh, I know Tim Scent has these available, but... Mm. So Sideshow aren't carrying them then? Not at all. Nope. They never put them no. up for pre-order. No. I inquired, and they basically just said that they, uh, you know... It's, a, it's an odd one. I mean, uh, we we discussed it on um, OFAC. It's, yeah. you know, in terms of what it is, it, it, it's great. It, it looks exactly like it did in the film. Um you know, the posability looks good and everything, but it's just a very strange tangent, I think. And it's great that Hot Toys do these these offshoots. I, but, I um, don't really mind it. I know I think Dean had a good point. It's like, you know, this is you know, if if you just want the same Marvel and Star Wars, yeah. it just gets boring. This is something different. Completely yeah. different. This isn't even yeah. just like, you know, if they made a let's just say a Jaws uh, Quinn figure, you know, that's cool. But this is like a Hot Toys teddy bear. Like, yeah, it's, it's a different there. market. It's it totally almost? out there. I love it. Yeah, I love everything about this. Um, I just, uh, I just really wish we had the chance to order it. I would have, I would have used mm. uh, hundred bucks rewards on this last year. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, full stop. But um, yeah, it's. I don't know if it just has to do with the licensing, like different companies that sell teddy bears for Winnie the Pooh in this United States. Maybe yeah. that's why, but, um, you know, we just did not get the chance to buy that. So, hmm. uh, that is that. And this is a pretty cool release. Uh, the how 9,000 by Mobius one to one scale model kit. Dean, this is, uh, it comes with a battery, comes with a lens, comes with a decal. It's like six pieces. Very easy to build. Very easy to paint. I think knock on wood. Uh, and it comes in at about $48. This is pretty cool. I've long looked into 3D printing one of these, but the shape of the lens is very difficult for almost any printer. Yeah, and buying the lens is obviously out of the question. Print with uh, clear uh, filament anyway? Well, it would be like printing it and then casting it in clear resin, but that's just a huge pain in the ass. Oh, and yeah. to make it like a glass clear like that, that's just 
you know, ridiculous. You need to vacuum, you know, it's just not possible for me. Yeah. Um, having this at $48, uh, in a kit that takes three seconds to put together is uh, really, really cool. And obviously you do need to paint it, but there's a guy on YouTube that has a, a video where he shows you how to build it and paint it. And he actually painted the production samples for Mobius. And, uh, I think that, I think this is really exciting, and like I said, my wife I think is going to get me this for Christmas. Oh, cool. We got to we got to pick it up still, but I think it just looks really awesome. I'm a huge fan of the film. Um, you know, I almost bought the uh, USB for like thirty five bucks, which is like a one six scale HAL nine thousand. Right. Um, and I'm so glad I didn't because for a few bucks more, I can get something I can put on the wall. And uh, you know, I'm just super happy about this. So I'll I will probably buy it. I'll probably build it and paint it. Uh, on a joy of hobbying video, which uh, if you're not familiar, it's just a, a, a little bit of a video I do here and there uh, on Thursdays doing some hobbying and kind of dicking around. And I've done two so far and I think they, uh, I don't think that they're too bad. I think they get some good reception. Mm. So um, let's talk custom corner. Uh, Watto scrapyard, man, he's been killing it. He's been making, uh, he's been working with an artist to commission some of these uh, black series uh, heads uh, so he made the uh, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. Let me switch the camera here to no to this. So he made a, a Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian that I have here that I was painting for the joy of hobbying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it came out pretty good. And then my wife obviously is working on the second sister, which is uh, what you see on your screen now. And uh, I just think he does some good some good work these are very affordable i think they're like 15 16 bucks ships ship for a head and uh they're zero cleanup you just pretty much slap some paint on them mm. and uh i love it dean i have a uh, a second sister for you as well that Watto scrapyard sent and uh oh, just dropped it uh i was so confused we talked last night and, and <laughs> I, I promise i wasn't being difficult but you were like you're telling me something i was like dude i have no idea what you're saying and you you had some project you've been working on that's supposed to be top secret and this and that and are we allowed to know are you allowed to tell us what the, the only people is? that know what it is are um sean uh-huh and ian because he's painting it oh wow and um sean I think, I think i know what it is but i'm not going to say it sean agreed not to release it until i've completed it uh, Wait, is it a project for for yourself? Yeah. Can I? Okay, I I'm gonna. I can't think of anybody else who would want one. <laughs> okay, Dean, I'm gonna. Is it one sculpt or two sculpts? Um, it's two sculpts of the same person. Ooh. Wait. Okay, so I'm gonna text you right now live. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay, I'm gonna Facebook message it to you. Okay. All right, let, let's see. I sent the message. Let's see what it is. Am I right? Oh, my God. Uh, Am I right? Hurry up. Hurry up. Check. Check. Nope. Check. Nope. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Incorrect. Well, two sculpts of the same person. Yeah. And you said it's not yourself, right? No, it's not me. Can you give us a hint? <laughs> um, what is it? Star Wars Black Series? No, no, no. It's, it'll be six scale. Okay, Talk. give give us a hint. It's a a real person, like it's not a character. Oh, it's a real person. Yeah. Does this person play a character? No. So it's like a real it's historical a figure. 
I was a Sorg over the shirt. Is it Greta Thrunberg? No, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Greg says we need Rat Trap. Stop sleeping on my man. Anyway, so that is... Uh, these are really good. Like I said, 15 bucks hit up on a yeah. scrapyard on, um, on Instagram. Or not Dude, Instagram, Facebook. I will, I will tell you this. I sent reference pictures for the person. Uh-huh. Within, by the end of the day and the next morning... The digital sculpt was done. Wow! So you paid the guy to sculpt it, or or Sean paid the guy? Uh, I guess Sean paid him. He and just then, forwarded the money. Yeah, and then he printed them out, and then I paid him for all of it, and it was not expensive because I got two sculpts. Can you? Can you tell me if I promise I won't tell anybody? I'll tell you off air. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I'm super excited. Actually, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> wait, message to me now so I can give you my reaction. And then I'll see if you could. <laughs> you could I don't know if you're going to know who it is, but you could text me your guess. Okay. Well, let's move forward here while Dean's doing that. We're almost at the conclusion of the uh, Christmas episode. Uh, but we had our collecting weekly awards. You can see here we have our <laughs> nice uh, Millennium Falcon trophy, and Damien surprised the hell out of me. So. Uh, my criteria was to make a gold C-3PO trophy, and um, my man Dame uh, surprised me with this, and I was very impressed. It is a proudly displayed in our collection now, and we'll have it for next year if we decide to go with the same trophy. Uh, but Greg showed up, Seth, myself, uh, Rainer, uh, Rika, uh, Dean, and then my wife. It's uh, it was a good it was a good show. Yeah. Um, we uh, had some tech issues with our fourth mic, so we had to kind of really like manage that situation. Um, we did a mic test beforehand, and it was like <laughs> sounded awful. So, um, you know, that's just one of the things that happens when you do these podcasts. But we we got through it, and Dean, it was funny at um, at about eleven forty five at night that same night, Dean, the power went out for four hours. And I was so glad I didn't go out in the middle of the award show. That would have been awful. No way. Yeah. Dude, it was out for, it was like 5,000 people in our area lost power. And uh, it was very eerie seeing the world without power. Mm. Um, But yeah, we got through it. Lots of good awards. Listen to the show. I don't want to announce the winners on the show just yet. I don't want to spoil anyone that hasn't gotten a chance to listen yet uh, because it's not, uh, you know, we'll talk about it next year. Um, let's get into the rise of Skywalker spoiler free. Yeah. Uh, we have a spoiler chat. So if you're on auxiliary, click the link and join the spoiler chat. Before we move into this, let me ask you a question that has to do with people getting the mark 50. Is that cool? Wait, say that again. I said, before we get into the the movie, can I ask one more collecting related question involving the people getting the mark 50? Sure. Okay. There are, instances where people buy a figure from somebody off you're, the- you're talking about the legality of having a sense thing back not legality but but could you use paypal to say they didn't send me what they said they were going to send me I, I dispute the charges and they let you one keep the figure and get you your money back because that happens all the time. Probably. When it's not sideshow. When <clears throat> probably. <laughs> probably. Um, I know there is like there is actual laws. Like if if um, I, I don't really know how it how it is. Like if it's a good faith accident, like in this case. But like for example, 
let's say a company sends you um, like a cable box. No, that's a bad example. Let's say a company sends you something, you know, two of the same item or they, um, I don't really know the exact example, but basically like you can never be forced to pay for something you didn't explicitly order like that exact item. Right. Um, you know, I don't know the exact rules about it, but I I remember it was a big thing a few years ago where like companies would send you something that like, Hey, pay for. Like, obviously, there's clothing services where they'll send you, like, five shirts, and you pick the ones you want, you send the ones you don't want back. That's different. But if a company sends you something like, hey, you know, you can pay for this or send it back without your your approval beforehand, you're not required to pay for those items. Now, obviously, in the case of the Mark uh, 50, where you ordered something and you got something else, I, I just really don't know. I think, you know, obviously, I think for Sideshow, you know, losing five figures is not a big deal to them. Motherfuckers give out like eight figures a week, you know, lose five figures, get some goodwill and get the community back on your side. Instead, they made these people send it back. Dean, I have no idea who this person is. Oh, wait, maybe I do know who this person is. Wait, this is six scale. Yeah, it's going to be. Okay. And actually I don't know who this person is. Just (laughs) let me know who it is. I think I know who it is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure it is. Okay. Actually, I think I know it is. I'm gonna send you the message here. <laughs> Am I right? You spelled it wrong, but yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm a little offended that you didn't get our uh, us sculpted digitally. Oh, dude, we should. Although dude. Like a six scale body for me. Yeah, they do. They got the world box, the extra thick. Um, <laughs> and they got the gang hood Asian for me. Um, let's think. <laughs> well, actually, wait, we didn't even talk about Rise of Skull. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> let's um, let's talk Rise of Skywalker spoiler free. Right. Um, first, I will say this: I had zero hype, zero expectations, frankly, zero desire to see this film mm-hmm. after Episode Eight. Uh-huh. Um, I went into this theater completely ready to just be excited for next Friday for the next episode of The Mandalorian. Right. That was that. You know, when mm-hmm. I went into the theater at that point, that was that was my fallback. Like, you know, worst case, we're gonna have a great finale. Goddamn, JJ, you motherfucker, you did it! <laughs> you fucking did it. He yeah. systematically undid a lot of wrongs from Episode Eight. Um, made some weird things fit in from Episode <clears throat> Eight. Um, I was talking to a guy today. Went to pick up something from my house and. He was like, oh, this scene makes this scene make sense in episode eight. I was like, damn, I did not think about that. So many small things um, about this film just made it great. So many throwbacks, so many callbacks, writing so many wrongs, even from the original trilogy itself. Um, I, I know, Dean, you don't like half scores. And I've only seen this movie once. Um, I have picked it apart a little bit in my head in, in some sort of like a thought experiment type way. And even then, um, I, given both the in-universe things they had to deal with and the real-life things they had to deal with, with Carrie Fisher passing and, and you know, only having so much material to work with, <clears throat> I think that this film uh, goes down as a top five of star Wars. And 
I'll take it a step further and say this is a like an an easy nine out of ten for me after one viewing and after a lot of discussion and a lot of of piecemealing and trying to um, find small things I didn't like. There was a few very small nitpicks that I had, uh, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three, and we'll talk about them on our spoiler talk. Um, but what did, what did you guys think about it? I know, obviously I know you mentioned earlier, OFAC has done a spoiler review, Yeah. but in a non-spoiler yeah. way, let's hear what both of you guys thought about it. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll do our own, uh, spoiler discussion on, on for collecting weekly in the near future. Yeah. yeah I really, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I saw it on Thursday, early Thursday. Um, it was quite busy in, in the theater and, um, and it, it's good to see, you know, spans all ages you know there were younger kids there were people in their 70s and stuff that have obviously you know um been fans for for a long time and it was a good, a good crowd it was a good buzz in the in the theater um yeah it was great um yeah there was again, no less than like a dozen moments where i clapped yeah it was fantastic um you know so um i've only seen the one so far i'm seeing it again on tuesday morning with with the family so yeah that'd be an opportunity to kind of you know soak it up a bit more and <laughs> kind of uh, pay more attention to certain bits uh, and things like that. And as you say, there's a few bits and pieces in there where it was a bit like, mm, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But um, compared to the absolute train wreck of, of Last Jedi, um, then, yeah. yeah, brilliant. I mean, yeah, I, I sort of said maybe seven, but I think I'll, I'll probably upgrade it to an eight. Um, but as I said to, to Dean on the other one, I am proper diehard original trilogy. And... Um, I would have been, I know it sounds really bad and Ian would hate me for it, but I would have been happy if they'd never made any other films. Oh, um, yeah. But, so, but because of that, that is locked in a, in a, in a, in a untouchable bubble to me. So anything else that's come Star Wars um, has just been a bonus and I can take it as it comes and I don't, yeah. don't worry about it ruining my love of the original trilogy so this yeah. was a fun ride it was a fun movie um there's some great bits in there i, I love chewy um and as much as he's not um he's, he's a he's a secondary character really in, in in these movies he's had some great moments and particularly in this yeah. one a couple of great moments in this film and uh yeah yeah i enjoyed that real quick uh dean before you go um i you and I were both very surprised um, in our chat. Uh, Rainer was fortunate enough to go first showing Thursday. Right. And and you and I both saw it Friday at 10, uh, separately, but we saw it at the same time. And when Rainer got out of the theater, now, prefacing this with Rainer is the most critical Star Wars fan that I know. Oh, yeah, anyone who listens yeah. to the show knows. He... They knows. They yeah. knows. Um, and when he got out of the theater, put the uh, Jurassic Park, Ian Malcolm, son of a bitch, you did it. And he's like, <laughs> I loved it. It was an 8 out of 10 for me. And it wasn't until that point that you were gonna... I had hope that this could be a mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ put in the comments, no desire, or zero desire. Yeah, PJ, I frankly, I, I've put episode eight on such a pedestal. Um, we went to the six p.m. showing. We had a private screening. We, um, 
you know, we took a half day from work, um, had all sorts of expectations for what I thought the film would be. And perhaps that led into some of my disappointment with the film. I think there is just obviously some bad things about the film, but I, um, I had zero excitement because I, I felt like, you know, I had no excitement for solo when in there blew my mind. Yeah. No idea what to expect for rogue one when in there blew my mind. Um, episode seven, I actually really liked it, honestly. Um, but, uh, I just didn't want to, to get too excited and then be disappointed. And so I went in there, you know, and there's a lot of people that complain about this film. They think the first act is too jumbled, that the movie has no clear direction. I think it has a very clear direction. Uh, I was talking about this with another, with the collector that came over earlier. And when you go into a James Bond film, there's certain things you can expect. You can expect him to get the girl you can expect some crazy, crazy gadgets. You can expect a James Bond. My name is Bond. James Bond. You can ex- yeah, you can. Ex- yeah, you can expect like ten things. And I think for me, the reason why the Last Jedi didn't work is because almost none of those ten things were in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this film is, you know, like a lot of people say, like, oh, this film has no plot, or this plot makes no sense. If you really think about the plot of return of the Jedi, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Like their whole plan to rescue Han is like super, like doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, um, it's a, it's a very like ideal, idealized plan, like, like 10, 20 things need to go right just to get everyone in a position (laughs) to do this one crazy ass thing. And obviously it works, but that's star Wars. Like, fucking kid flies a ship for the first time Mm. and blows up a droid army. Like star Wars is about crazy ass plans that work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Han and Han and Luke infiltrating a massive star, just, you know, star battle station and rescuing a princess. Like, you know, like it's, that's just star Wars. And this film felt so star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It was beautiful. It's no time heist, but it's also crazy. And, convoluted and it needs to happen yeah so what did you think about it dean uh, i mean first viewing loved it uh yeah. i really need to go see it again um because i had the same feeling of the last jedi i did the credits rolled i loved it and then by the time i got to the car i was like wait a minute None of that made sense. And then yeah. By the time I got home, I was like, "Man, fuck this movie!" Yeah. And uh, I think I saw it two more times in theaters, and I really was like, "Yep, no, this movie's fucking hard garbage." Yeah. Um, so I need to see this one again, uh, another two times or three. I think I saw the Last Jedi seven times, or uh, not the Last Jedi, The Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. Wow. Um. So I could definitely see myself saying this, you know, five, six times. Dude, uh, I Dean, we need to see this movie together. Yes, we absolutely do. Um, start to finish, it's fun. I had a smile on my face about halfway through the movie. I was like, Holy shit, I've been smiling this whole time, and I was like, I need to start thinking like objectively, otherwise, I'm like brainwashed. Yeah, and I felt the same way. And you know, there's just I don't know if this is like a I don't know if I want to say this. I don't know if this is a huge spoiler. Um, so I guess at this point, maybe potentially small minor spoilers. So again, if you're if you're listening to this live and you haven't seen it, 
extremely minor spoilers. Um, I really wish, uh, you know, Hayden Christensen received a lot of backlash. Um, frankly, I think unnecessary for his role in episode two and episode three. Mm-hmm. And obviously he was kind of shoehorned in as a force ghost and the like re-release of episode six. Um, I really would have liked to have seen Hayden Christensen appear as a force ghost at some point in this film, like physically in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not in person, but as a ghost. Um, I think that that would have righted some wrong. Um, and there's a lot of people like there was a, a blog that put it really well. They said, like, if you love the last Jedi, you're going to hate the rise of Skywalker. But if you hated the last Jedi, you're going to love. And I, and I feel like that's a perfect way to put it because, yeah. you know, I think the, the last Jedi <clears throat> for better or for worse, in my opinion, for worse, uh, did try to separate the franchise from some of those tropes. And I don't think that it, it worked as well as intended. Rian Johnson, uh, Rian Johnson's a, a really good director. I think Knives Out yeah. is in, in a lot of circles considered to be the best film released this year, just in terms of fun and, you know, whatever. Um, he's not a bad director. Um, I think he made some choices that I just didn't agree with, but um, I just really love this movie. Like, I left the theater like I need to get a ray. I need to get a Force Awakens stormtrooper, and I need to get a Kylo. Like, and and I've I've not felt that, mm. you know, since yeah. the last Jedi when Force Awakens came out. I got a Kylo, but I um, I think a lot of things that you know, even some people had some issues with the Force Awakens. Um, I think Ray is not you know a total Mary Sue, quote unquote. Yeah, no. There's a lot of very powerful female characters in this film that are done exactly right. Um, not that, you know, there's also male characters that that have flaws that are that feel right. Uh, no one feels God mode. There's um, references made to um, things in past films. Um, I just, you know, I think I think that this movie perhaps could have been shot a little better. Um, had the real life event of Carrie Fisher passing not taken place because obviously they weren't, they didn't kill her off in eight. Um, and and I think they'd already shot so much of the film that they couldn't really do that. I think that's how, what they said. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that the, some of the scenes that are a little awkward are the ones with her in it because, you know, they, they said they weren't going to CGI her to finish the role flat out that they had eight minutes of footage that they were going to rework and re-dialogue and I think maybe even redub to fit into the plot. Um, but I just think it, if you can ignore that fact, I think it really worked. And I think, uh, I think it was Chris Stuckman, the movie reviewer said that in 30 years, when people watch this film, maybe not everyone who knew that she passed away before this film will know that she was not, like it, it'll it'll flow really well yeah. as time you know separates it from this. Yeah, I did and um, I just think it's incredible that they were able to make a coherent, a semi-coherent story with the real life circumstances, while also having to undo some things from from the previous film. Hmm. Um, there's there's a few other small nitpicks that I had. Um, and I think those are probably in the territory of maybe like, you know, 
mini to my to major spoilers, so I won't really get into those. But yeah. um, I just really wanted to say I just really wish Hayden Christensen was was you know because there was there was a lot of rumors that he was filming scenes for for eight and nine and okay. you know flying out to different locations and working with different uh, people. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think um, from my point of view, when the Force Awakens came out, it had a bit of an easier ride because it, it had a massive wave of nostalgia behind it. We knew yeah. that the original, you know, Han, Leia, and Luke. Well, we, we thought Luke would be. An easy, obviously, was only in it for mere seconds at the end. But um, and yeah. you know, and I did go into that kind of really. Um, sort of open-minded and obviously like the first time i saw the falcon i had you know uh, goosebumps and stuff oh, and there was a fantastic lot of, way to introduce the falcon yeah definitely um and obviously when when uh you know han and chewy step on board um it was great and i think it it, yeah. it it was a bit of a rehash of a new hope but um it was fun movie it had you know and it it, it just i think it had a bit of a free not a free pass, but it had um, a, a, an easier market to, to launch into. Then yeah. with the, the Last Jedi, that really had to work as a as a as a you know a, a quality film. Um, and from my point of view, it basically completely destroyed the, the main character yeah. of the Star Wars trilogy, um, a character we'd all grown up with, loved to be, wanted to be, you know, aspired to that kind of thing, and then turned him into a complete arse, really. And uh, yeah, yeah, and obviously we know that Mark Hamill really wasn't happy with with how that was written himself. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, without any gaining into any spoilers, um, you know, they there's they they there's things that they've corrected. You know, they've given that character an opportunity to kind of redeem himself a little bit. Yeah, um, you know, which is good. And and the thing that kind of bums me is I think the original, not the original, but the big three actors in this film, Poe, Daisy, and uh, Finn, mm-hmm. they've said that, um, like, this movie left open a lot of, not a lot, but some questions. Yeah. And um, they've said that they do not want to come back. Like, they're done with Star Wars. They don't want to come back in another yeah. movie. They don't want to come back in a Disney Plus no. a TV show. And... Just especially Ray's ending is so amazing. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. I just... I, before this, I was happy for this to be the end. And after this movie, I want to see more of what happens to these characters and this, this, uh, these people. And, you know, I guess it's, it's kind of just like, where does Star Wars go from here? I guess there's some characters that need some backstory filled in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the next trilogy will be hundreds of years in the future where all the characters we know are gone. Um, I certainly hope that if we get another trilogy, it's not just like, oh, the bad guys are back. Because I feel like that's kind of played out at this point, though. I think uh, any film does need some bad guys. I know there's a lot of unknown region threats that the books have been building up that we... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we obviously got to see some of that in this film, but not like the Yuzong Vong, like, you know, not those type of, of beings. These were all just humans. Um, I'm just very interested because, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the last film that they've announced for Star Wars, right? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. They have the Obi-Wan. No, that's a show. That's, that's a TV a show. show, yeah. Yeah. There's no more movies there. So I'll be interested to see if Rian Jansen does get a trilogy still. I know they've kind of walked that back a little bit. Um, yeah. I'll be shocked if they do. Mm, yeah. Um, 
I mean, look what they did with the guys from Game of Thrones because they got yeah. Dean, you you yeah. mentioned um, you mentioned this in our spoiler chat, and this isn't really a spoiler, but you were not a fan of some of the force abilities that were shown in this film, and I guess I want to pose an alternative to what you had said. There were some some things in this film that you that were carryovers from the Last Jedi, like Force Skype, and um, <laughs> you know maybe taking them a, 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 in a deeper direction. I, I well in let. Uh, only fools and collecting spoiler cast. Uh huh. I said I really enjoyed how they used it in this. Movie. They used it so good, yeah. mm-hmm. but but they really if you if you take what they did in this film, they really built it up in the Last Jedi because at first they could see each other, then they could, then Kylo's hand was wet, and then like you know things started progressing, and this film takes it further. Right. Um, but I guess my counterpoint, I guess maybe now, maybe if you have a different of thought, but you were saying that the Force was kind of like uh, what do you say, like a McGrubbin or something like that. McGuffin, because and and I think I think this goes back to what you had said uh, quite a few times. (laughs) Um, You know, the Force. You know, we we saw some powers in the original trilogy, and then in the prequel trilogy, most of those powers are the same. We kind of learned like, hey, if you're dark side, you might be able to keep people from dying, but we never actually saw it. Uh, There was some, I guess, like maybe there was one or two new things. I can't exactly remember the top of my head, but. I don't mind them adding stuff. And, and I think one of your quotes, Dean really resonates is like, I don't need to see the same shit over and over again. Like, I don't mind if they add a yeah. force power to you because the expanded universe has quite a few force powers. We've never seen in the films mm-hmm. uh, force. Uh, you know, there's different, I don't want to get into specifics, but there's, there's lots of powers that we've seen. Powers they use that they never use again. That is true. Like at the very beginning, of episode one, uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn use Force Run to get out of the. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why didn't they use that when they were fighting Darth Maul to get past all those doors, those laser doors? Yeah. Just force oh yeah. And fucking kick his ass, but it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a MacGuffin. It's like whatever they need when they need it, and then it was like, oh, we totally forgot. Yeah, but even if you think like in the original trilogy, it's like. Hey, I'm gonna make this scary noise. I'm gonna use the force to make these Tuscan Raider calls. Or, ah, oh, shit, we don't have ID. Oh, you don't need to see his ID. Like, the force is always like, ah, oh, fuck, I crash landed my X-wing. Oh, don't worry, we can actually pick up this big ass X-wing with the force. Yeah. Like, the force has always been that thing. Like, you know, for example, Luke knowing that his friends are in distress. Like, mm-hmm. that's a purely plot device forced thing mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. mind it honestly i mean t- i mean well obviously i think obi-wan showed it like oh you can feel this in the force the tremor yeah, whatever, but, <laughs> but but you know what i mean like the force can and, and has always been um this thing like even in rogue one like uh when uh donnie yen's character needs to uh, go through hail of bullets from some top trained imperial soldiers and press this button. The force allows him to do that because that's the force and that's how it works. Um, I just really didn't mind it. I, I really like this film. Nine out of ten for me. Uh, real quick, let's let's, let's, let's just saying like it is what it is. It's just yeah, like, it's just a thing. Uh, yeah, we'll end this with Dean and Pete. What is your out of ten score? And then we'll we'll cut it to a pre recorded uh, segment that we've done. Um, uh, I'll go with an eight. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah, solid eight. 
I'm going to go with an eight only because the problems from The Last Jedi forced them to make some weird choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, this could have been a, a 10 out of 10. Okay. Lots of high praise. Wow. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned, we have a pre-recorded uh, bit of content from Tuesday before the award show. Uh, Rainer, because of the accident, never got to share his his story about going to uh, Galaxy's Edge. So enjoy this story. And uh, from myself and all the Collecting Weekly crew, I'd like to wish all of you guys a happy Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, a happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, or even if you don't, we hope you have a happy holiday season. Hopefully you get some cool toys. Uh, this is our last recording other than the spoiler chat uh, until January 7th, I think, which is Tuesday, the first Tuesday in January. Second Tuesday in January, sorry. We're actually taking the first off as well. Uh, so we will see you guys in about 25 days or so. And we hope that you guys uh, have a good time and you enjoy our uh, Christmas episode, which is this, obviously. And then Seth has been working hard to put together a best of the year clip of all of our funniest moments. So yeah. we hope you enjoy both of those. Uh, we've pre-screened a little bit of it. And it's quite, quite good. Lots of good moments there. Uh, definitely some good moments. Leslie cuts, of course, made the cut, but um, oh, yeah. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Pete. Catch you guys in 2020. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Rainer. Welcome to this Christmas episode of collecting weekly. We're doing a short uh, pre-CW Awards recording to wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry I know Christmas. Uh, we're going to try to get on StreamYard as well, but we are not sure who can be on because it's the holiday season. So uh, really no plans for today's show, but Rainer had uh, a story to tell us about his trip to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, he was going to share it with us a few weeks ago, but... Thanks to uh, the dude that uh, hit them in the car accident. Tragedy struck. He was not able to do it, and the world has waited too long. So, Rainer, tell us uh, tell us about Galaxy's Edge. Ooh, man, so much to say, so much to say. Um, let me start off by saying, as someone who has critiqued Disney at virtually every turn, I was thoroughly impressed. The, oh. the immersion they took to this park was just a whole new level. They um they really crazy. did they really went the extra mile to make you feel like you're you're in Star Wars you know you get the um, it's a sequel trilogy yes but Shut you, up. <laughs> you forget about that you forget about that you know so um when I first got there I went through the uh, Toy Story Land to get there I went through that entrance and so immediately when I was there I was greeted by um I was greeted by the droid uh the droid depot where you build your own droids they have a little little shop where you can build your own remote control rc droids and the first feeling i got was just wow okay i'm here this is awesome so um immediately i started you know i had a, I had a full docket of stuff i wanted to do i had all the reservations i got to do most of what i wanted to do yeah but um Real i mean quick, it, how, how far in advance do you book that trip because i know like the saber things and the droid things oh they those fill are up by, fast yeah so we're, are we talking up. like a year in advance six months in advance a few I, weeks in advance i booked my stuff about two three months in advance and i was good it's pretty um, reasonable the cantina doesn't book out that far um so you have to just kind of keep an, your finger on the trigger on that one when it gets closer to time yeah but um like savi's joy depot they fill up lightning quick yeah so um, anyway, so the first thing I did when I got there is I uh, beelined it to Doc Ondar's to get everybody the crystals that they wanted. Yes. yes. Thank you for that, by the way. Oh, yes. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Did you open yours? Uh, 
So mine, I think Rainer was saying that the um, they ran out of the cases for the red crystals, but they still had red crystals to buy. So mine didn't have a case, but oh, I did. Okay. I did. It was open, and I have it on display. Nice. So yeah, little, it's pretty cool. Little story with that. So when I first got to Doc Ondar's, I was just looking around, just trying to you know take everything in because they really just the, the shop alone took it to the next level you had yeah when you first get in you're you're greeted by this big uh, ornate um tablet i guess is the best way to describe it and you go around these uh the circular entrance and uh you there's rebel side on resistance side on one side um imperial slash first order on the second and then in the center is of course the infamous uh the infamous the Falcon, right? No, 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 no. Um, the, the where they keep the lightsabers. I'm drawing a blank on the name. Um, it's Zabi's workshop. No, it's a counter where they keep the legacy sabers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so they keep the legacy sabers on on this counter, and you have them all done display. You can take them out, you can handle them, you can do what you want to do with them, and then if you decide to purchase one, they'll take care of you right there and there. And the so, legacy ones for people that don't know, those are the the actual character ones, like. Correct. Darth Maul so, or Ahsoka. So they have right. Well, as of when I went there, they had Ahsoka Tano from Rebels. They had uh, Asajj Ventress. They had uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. They had uh, Qui Gon Jinn. They had Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi. They had Anakin. I believe they had um, Vader as well and Mace Windu. So um, I immediately purchased my. Uh, one of the things I said, come heck or high water, I'm getting it an Ahsoka Tano saber. The set of Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, because it's two. Oh, and I also forgot the Temple Guard as well. Sorry. But I, I digress. We had, come uh, Hathcar Water, I was going to get the Ahsoka Tanos. And it comes as a set, but you have to buy the blade. This is very important for people who are going to go. If you want to be able to ignite the sabers, you have to have a blade, and blades cost extra. That's how they get you, because the sabers are actually pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. But the I'm, blades, like once you add in the blade, or in, in Ahsoka's case, two blades, it's... So the two quite a bit of money. The two Ahsokas cost me two hundred dollars plus tax, and then um, you had to buy blades, which are about forty each. Goddamn! And then uh, I immediately turned and looked at the back wall behind me, and there's where they keep the holocrons and the and the crystals. Now the crystals are in these little containers that you, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a workshop down the road named Savi where. You can have an experience where you build your own lightsaber. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it really is. I have a 16-minute video. Anybody who wants it. Um, we can, I can put it up on the YouTube channel. It's efficient yeah. as hell. It's efficient, Start and it's also finish? beautiful. Yeah, yeah like, and they do, watching they your nailed, video, dude, I was, like, tearing up. I was like, oh, my they God. They nailed the acting, too. I like, would be the guy crying that, if I was building the saber. <laughs> I feel like you'd be crying but no when, matter what. I'm very sensitive. But when you yeah. go to Savi's... Hashtag Togo 2020. You, when you go to Savi's, you can only choose one color crystal out of four, and they only have four colors to choose from. That's red, blue, green, and purple. Now, there are other crystals available at Doc Ondar's, and if you wanted to get any of the other crystals you, um, that are available at Savi's, you obviously have to buy them separate. You can only walk away with one crystal from Savi. Yeah. So, I had some time to kill before my Savi's reservation, because it wasn't at 3. It wasn't until 3, so immediately after I left Doc Ondar's, I uh, went beelined it to the Falcon. Of course, you've got to go to the Falcon. Yeah. So I went to the Falcon and uh, I had a disability pass because of my uh, my leg. So I was able to um, get reserve a spot in line and then come back at a later date. That's I mean, pretty a later cool. Time. Um, so immediately after that, I I went just started walking around. I I ventured into the first order area and I found the blue milk stand. 
And I can say, the bl- yes. I didn't try the green milk, but I did try the blue milk. The it's, green milk is from the yeah. island creature, right? Fuck the green milk. <laughs> yeah. So I did try the blue milk. It tastes a lot like a virgin daiquiri for anybody who's curious to try <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. It tastes a lot like a virgin daiquiri, a virgin frozen daiquiri. That's what basically what it is. And... um it's pretty cool. Right when I did, right when I was at the milk stand, though, this is when the immersion started coming in. So we heard this big noise. Next thing you know, a, the first there's a first order drop ship off to the distance. Yeah. And then the ramp starts coming down. Then characters start coming out, and this is where the immersion comes into play. And then Kylo Ren comes out, starts interacting with various starts people, crying and throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, well, we're, we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. But. My daddy was mean to me. <laughs> All right, but uh, anyway, so the first order officers start walking through the crowds, telling people to shut up, telling people to play respect, and all this. I actually got called despicable by a first order officer myself. With this disabled man with a cane, be like, I'm just trying to be my best. <laughs> exactly. So um, I still had some time to kill. So from there, I went to um, I went to the creature stall. And I I uh, picked up a loaf cat, which is one of those Ooh, little animal, yes. one of those little animatronic things. I was gonna pick up one of those Kowaki and monkey lizards, and the one thing I noticed is the prices were all over the place. Some stuff was very reasonably priced, but it was ninety dollars for a Kowaki and monkey lizard. That I just pay a how much was the loaf cat? Just for comparison, <laughs> yeah. forty five. This is Jesus. the nerdiest conversation I think I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> That's amazing. That's almost like double price. And all the Kwaki and Monkey Lizard will do is sit on your shoulder and you yeah, can control it. Yeah, it's like Salacious Crumb. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. like Kwaki and Monkey Lizard. And you literally just... Something new every day. He literally just sits on your shoulder and you can control him with this little remote, which I found hilarious because when I was in Pandora, you had the Banshees that did the exact same thing for $30 less. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no markup there. They're not very original. But anyways, so I picked up my love cat, headed over to the Black Spire Outfitters, and this is where, again, I was blown away. They had outfits of Jedi robes, Jedi um, Sith robes, Palpatine robes, canes, all this kind of stuff. And the quality was there. It was made out of actual wool. Oh, wow. Canes? Yeah. Are these pretty expensive you for these buy a cane? They had canes? You don't buy one? No, no. I'm not a Palpatine. I'm not, Pal- it, I'm not Palpatine. That I can't rock that cane. Dude, you know, that would have cool? been the... <laughs> The equivalent of that would be like me not like passing up on a John Hammond cane, <laughs> even though this year tragedy struck. Yeah, you know, but they didn't have one in my size, and honestly, I didn't oh, look that true. hard. So, like, sorry, sir, our canes don't go up to six feet tall. Six feet five. five thank you. No, the cane itself is six feet. It means you're even taller. So you ruined my joke, dude. So, anyways, but the way they get you again is you have to buy the different outfit pieces separately. You have to you buy have the blade to, for the cane. No, not quite. But you have to buy the <laughs> tunic, then you have to buy the outer robe, then you have to buy the belt. All that is oh, separate. Man. So and you're the, staring down the barrel of like 350 bucks at the end of it. They really get you on the Jedi. Buy a whole ass goat for 350 bucks. <laughs> like my own wool. So by this point, it was time for me to uh, head to the Falcon, and that's what I did. I uh, headed to the Falcon, and immediately when I went into the room, I was ushered by. I, uh, I was ushered in, and immediately by the an usher? yes, by usher himself. Yes, <laughs> but, uh, yes. Hondo was dressed up as an usher, but no, no. Seriously, you, you get you get to see this animatronic Hondo up on a balcony talking to you about hiring you for a job. And Is then, it the same voice actor? No, it's it's oh. an animatronic. Well, I know, but did they hire the guy to do the voice? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah it sounded like Hondo. But anyway, so I get in, and I made it a point of making sure I was in Han Solo's seat. Just saying. 
I, I had to do Dude, that. Dude, hell yeah. So I was an He's on like, I had to throw a little eight-year-old out of the seat, but I got it, goddammit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, girl, you don't, you don't know anything about this. <laughs> but anyways, so I get I, I get into the ride, and immediately what I notice is they, they went the next level with this ride to really make it immersive and to make everybody have a role. So Han Solo's seat, the primary pilot, controls the left-to-right boosters and emergency engines. The co-pilot controls hyperdrive and up and down. And this is this is fully interactive to your it's controls. Weird. So you have to be in sync. You have to be working together, and it'll respond to you in real time. It's pretty cool. Then behind you, you've got gunners, and behind that, you've got engineers. Gunners, self-explanatory, their job is to shoot things, and the engineers are responsible to uh, fix the problems that one and two cause. So, now this isn't actually on board the Falcon. No, so it's 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 in a room area behind the Falcon. Okay, yeah. So you, so do you actually even get to go in the Falcon at all? No, it's just there for display. Okay. That was the that was the big gripe. But you can't get on board oh, the Falcon. Sure. They do I have. A, you could get on it. That's what I thought too. You walk up in there and there's like a yeah a room in there that you do all that in. Now they do have a little seating area in the awaiting area for you to get on the ride. All right. Um. So, um, so you have this little seating area, right? And you get on board. You, uh, you, this is where you you can take pictures, do all that kind of stuff. But anyways, is that where the chessboard is? Yeah, okay. the dessert table. Nice. So, anyways, we we got off the ride. It was really, a, really just intense, really awesome, really fun. Um, the co-pilot who was next to me had no idea what they were doing. I'm Damn it, Chewie! Throw in the auxiliary power. They couldn't like, even. They couldn't even start the hyperdrive. Just saying, they couldn't even. They didn't even know how to pull down on the a bad motivator. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, um, after the Falcon, I had it was about it was about twelve thirty ish at the, the time. So we decided to stop to eat. I chose probably the worst place to eat. Not gonna lie, the the cafe that's leading to the marketplace area wasn't that great. I should have chosen the other one. Um, for there, I. Found a nice spot to rest and rested up for a little bit before heading to Savi's. And uh, Savi's, oh my gosh, the experience is amazing. So while I was waiting in line to be ushered in, the first order came poking around. And they would actually, the Savi's workers had little lightsaber parts and stuff and little hilts that they were carrying around for yeah. display purposes. They'd actually just hide them, put them in their coats and stuff, do what they had to do to hide them. Well, the first order came around again. It's that next level of immersion. And actually, while I was just about being ushered in, the infamous um, resistant spy was walking around Savi's. And I didn't get a chance to talk to her or anything like that. I did get a chance to talk to Chewbacca, though, but that's another story. But anyway, so I get rushed into uh, Savi's. And the first thing they tell you is hold up your hold up your credentials, which is this little card they give you that says you're the builder. Because you can bring in multiple people to like film and yeah. stuff like that, and that's how I got my footage. But they have uh, you, you hold up your credentials, they usher you around this big table, and then you place your credentials on the table. And when you go to Savi's before you go in, you get to select this pen that um, you select the type of lightsaber you get, and they give you a pen that you put on your chest that uh, certifies what type of lightsaber you want to build. I, in my case, chose power and control, which is the Sith. Yeah, so I went to um. I went to just do the experience, and immediately after everybody kicks in, music starts, the the actors start playing their parts, and oh my gosh, it was just an amazing experience. I was blown away, and 
And if you watch the video, I want to keep in mind at this point, I do have a handicap. And so by this point, I was in a fair amount of pain. So I wasn't really like engaging as much as I really wanted to because I was I was in a lot of pain. But uh, what else can I say? They just took it to the next level. Just the little things. And you also built a droid while you were there, right? Yes. Did you I, ever name your droid? I know last few weeks you were thinking about a name for him. You know, I was going to. I'll tell you what. I'll put it. I'll post a picture of him on uh, auxiliary tonight. Maybe get some some uh, fan votes. Exactly. Come up with a name. Keep in mind, this won't go live till Tuesday of next week. So if if no one knows what you're talking about, that's yeah, that's all good. That's all like, good. What is Rainer talking about? <laughs> like what I talked about tonight. Oh, episode? don't worry. He's just in the he's just in the drugs again. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Wow. But um but no it seems like a fun time. Yeah. Would you recommend it to people that uh you know to, to if, other collectors? Yes, there is a lot of exclusive merch there, including black series, pretty much something for everybody. There is, you're right. Yeah, I actually got myself one of the black series um black series uh Kylo Ren first order packs that they have in the first order cargo. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of exclusive merch. They even have cosplay merch of all things, like the robes, like the resistance flight suit that I yeah. wound up picking up. Dude, hell yeah. I, I was thinking about wearing that to the premiere, actually. Dude. Oh, that'd be cool. You guys, um, real quick, just briefly, because I know we have to start the award show soon. Um, what day are you guys seeing episode nine? Thursday. I think Friday morning. What about you, Greg? Thursday. Greg's seeing it Thursday. I'm going to see it Friday morning. My buddy has a wheelchair, and it's, mm-hmm. it's usually really crowded Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. So I take him Friday morning, um, first thing in the morning, and it's usually like... You know, even though it's a popular movie, they the, they always seem to have seats for yeah. you know for him. So freaking Zach bought a ticket, a ticket. I, wow. So we already had this conversation, he didn't even ask sir. Me if I wanted to go, we already had this conversation, wow. sir. I tried to buy you a ticket, it wouldn't let me. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you all have a merry Christmas. Like I said, this I this uh, recording should be back ended by some streamyard stuff, but I wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it, and I really wanted to get the story out there on the yeah, feed. Yeah, I probably won't be in the rest of this episode so you're welcome well i appreciate it zachary yeah just if you have the time to go see go to disney world and you have the capability going to galaxy's edge don't believe the horror stories it's packed it's a lot of fun and i thoroughly enjoyed myself fun fact the last christmas episode paid you off before last christmas episode dean yelled at me in the recording you remember that no and i was like when it was our first episode where we're doing new this week Uh, and i was like all right sydney tell us about new this week and you're like first of all it's dean and then you yelled you proceeded to berate (laughs) me for like three minutes straight and i was like uh new this week dean's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) that shouldn't be news to anybody it was a pretty crispy edit though i have to say all right, guys. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy. Well, Merry we'll be Christmas. on. Merry Christmas. Uh, so Merry Christmas, but also. Um, Happy New Year. We're taking a break. Um, after Sunday, when we record the rest of the stream episode, we'll be off until the first Tuesday of January because we're dropping uh, on New Year's Eve. We're watching. Uh, we're dropping the. Uh, best of the year episode so all the oh, best yeah. highlights i showed the good. guys they, they got a good kick yeah, out of it and, and seth has been been listening at every episode at two times speed to find the funniest clip so hopefully you enjoy that so merry christmas happy new year and uh what did you say seth yeah someone has to do it well i, I went through the first 30 episodes so he just had to do the last 50 <laughs> anyways actually funny enough we hit we hit um Damien's upload of Small Talk was our hundredth upload of the feed this year. So, oh, been nice. a good year, a good year, guys. Oh, Very good year. Hashtag Small Talk. Hashtag 
Dylan isn't here for the CW Awards. He lied. <laughs> Anyways, Hashtag guys. Dill lies. <laughs> Hashtag Dill PLS. All right, guys. Well, Merry Christmas. PLS. Happy New Year. Catch you guys uh, first Tuesday of January. Me. Bye.